What's up, guys? Welcome to the Becoming Her podcast. Today, we're going to discuss who we are and explain a bit more about our vision. Yes, so first we're going to start off with introductions for those of us who don't know us. So I'll start. My name is Nishia Hendricks. I was born and raised in Pensacola, Florida. Shout out to the Panhandle. Amen, amen. (laughs) Um, And I'm currently a sophomore at the University of West Florida. Uh, My major is global hospitality and tourism with an emphasis on revenue management and predictive analytics. My future goal, my future career goal is to just really get into real estate and monopolize on that industry. What about you, Destiny? Who are you? Who who are you? (laughs) Amazing introduction. (laughs) I don't know how to follow that. Um, (laughs) I am Destiny Burns. For those who don't know me, I am a junior at Pensacola Christian College and I'm studying music education and I plan on becoming a music teacher after I graduate and pursuing my master's in teaching piano. So when I'm not stuck in the practice rooms, uh, figuring out my pieces, I am reading in my free time. So that's a little bit about me. Yes, we'll be seeing um, her on the stage for orchestras <laughs> We're going to be stuff. seeing Nishia on the stage. We're going to be seeing both of us <laughs> on the stage. How about that? Well, first thing we wanted to do is just leave with some personal stories that we've had about mental health and how our experience with mental health has gone so far up until this point in our life. So Nishia, you can go ahead and start. So for me, mental health wasn't really a big conversation that I was having with myself or my family or really anyone else. Um, I didn't really think that it applied to my life until um, mid-year last year. I was starting off college um, and I wasn't happy with who I was and what I was doing and where I was at. Um, And it was like a a real struggle and I was really in a dark place. Um, And so that's when I started having the mental health conversation with you, actually, Destiny. You got the ball rolling for me um, and just showed me how important it is to make sure um, that uh, I am keeping myself like healthy mentally and like along with spiritually and emotionally as well. That's awesome. Um, My personal story with mental health was mainly not being aware of it, you know, just experiencing a lot of fear growing up, just almost suffocating fear all the time and not understanding that that was anxiety, you know, that that was something that a lot of other people go through for a while. I thought I was kind of crazy, but I didn't talk (laughs) a lot. So I just didn't say anything. Um, And I think that's something I'm realizing now a lot of people are struggling with and just having that experience, understanding that, you know, battling things like anxiety and depression and feeling anxious just about your life is not something that's abnormal. It's something a lot of people go through. And that was one of my biggest motivations for starting this podcast. Yes. And I actually really think that this is a great time to start the podcast. First and foremost, school is starting. Exactly. Um, And school starting is already like a really big deal and can be like kind of an anxious, unknown time. And especially with like COVID, like let's talk about COVID being like, It's something that none of us have ever experienced before. And so that coupled with the start of school and all the time we spend quarantined in environments that maybe we didn't want to be in. I I think this is a great time to have a conversation for young women about mental health and keeping themselves um, 
overall healthy mentally, emotionally, spiritually, act, act, act. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. So if you could go ahead, Nishia, and for our listeners, explain the title of Becoming Her. Yes. So Becoming Her, it just came to me in my sleep. Uh, it was like midnight <laughs> and I was laying down and it just came to me. Um, and it was really all about becoming your ideal self, becoming that ideal her for young women. Because I feel like that's never really discussed for young young women. Like everyone has their own like pictures of what they think that women should be, like society, our family, our friends. But like I feel like us personally, we never have that conversation with ourselves. And I was like, what does it look like for me to become healthy enthusiastic and resilient in my life and so that's that's where the name came from and that's why i'm excited to do this podcast awesome so first thing we're gonna do here is just explain and expound a little bit more on the three words that make up our podcast healthy enthusiastic and resilient and we're gonna take a moment to define those so yeah I'll and before we define them do you want to go ahead and explain like why you wanted to do this podcast from your perspective. Exactly. So it's a bit of what Nishia said, you know, just young women don't have a lot of resources where we're focused on our growth. Yes. We're focused mainly on wear this, don't do this, mm. do this, but don't do that. You know, it's just... Especially for Christian young women. Especially. There's yeah. even more of a pressure for us because we have the pressure of wanting to be separate from the world, but still wanting to be able to relate accepted. to our friends yeah. and still be accepted. So the main thing, my main motivation for starting this podcast was there really are not a lot of resources for girls our age where it's conducive to our growth yes. and not, you know, you're not enough in this area. But once you reach the ideal, once you reach that standard, you realize you're still not enough. Yeah. So the main thing that we have to understand as young women is that personal growth is so important. Our relationship with God is important most of all, but our personal growth and developing as young women is so crucial. Yes. And it was my main motivation for starting this. Yes. And that brings us into, you know, explaining what it means to be healthy, enthusiastic and resilient. So Destiny, what does it mean to be healthy defined and then for like women and how we're going to apply it to the podcast? So I have three definitions pulled up for explaining what it means to be healthy. So one could be enjoying good health, another one showing physical, mental, or emotional well-being, and then the next one would be prosperous and flourishing. So honestly, my favorite definition would be prosperous and flourishing yeah. because that is what all young women truly want to be. We want to just, yes. we want to flourish. We don't want to go through life saying, ah, uh, I barely made it through college. I barely made it through my day. You know, we want to grow. We want to yes. prosper and flourish. We want to be flourish. the best and the most. Be the best everything. that we can be. Yeah. So we'll lead into your definition, which is enthusiastic. So if you could give a definition of that and what it means to you. Yeah. So for me, being enthusiastic, well, first, like the dictionary de definition is to have zeal or fervor. And that means to me that you should wake up and have a lust for life and really wake up and try to make it the best that you can make it. And I think there are different ways to do this, different ways to have enthusiasm for your life. And it looks different for different people. But I think the two most important factors in being, being enthusiastic about life is being happy where you are and also happy with where you're going. Exactly. Um, a lot of people are one or the other. They're either like 
really happy and complacent with where they are and really comfortable and they don't want to even think about change or consider change um they don't even think about it they're like ah no not change i'm happy where i'm at they're not even looking at the future and then there's people who hate where they are and they're just dogging on it constantly um and they're just so excited to get to the future so happy to get to the future that they're totally just ignoring and not being happy with where they are and i think you need both to have a really full and enthusiastic life to really just appreciate where you are because you're not going to be enthusiastic with where you're going until you can fully appreciate where you've been and vice versa like exactly. you're happy where you are but it gives you no enthusiasm for your future so what's like what's the point like what are you working towards um and there's different ways that you like we can do this different ways to build enthusiasm for ourselves and for our lives and for our futures and also where we are now um i think one way to, of doing this is just to find one thing that you find joy in and do it every day it can be like a minute two minutes five minutes whether it's singing dancing modeling taking pictures like sleep i love a good nap amen to that <laughs> Same here. i love a good nap <laughs> Take so, your naps. <laughs> yeah. So just finding one thing that brings you joy and just saying, no matter what, today I have this thing to look forward to, so I'm going to do it. And also I think like doing things that scare you a little and things that you aren't maybe as good as, that can also bring you a lot of enthusiasm for life. Because I think there's a certain like victory and feeling that comes from like accomplishing something that you couldn't accomplish the day before mm -hmm. and so constantly working on that like gives you enthusiasm because you're like wow look how far I've come I'm so enthusiastic of where I'm going and so I think that's like super important um to know you know to live an enthusiastic life that is awesome Nishia my favorite thing you said was the last point when you said do something that you're not so good at every day that is a part of being enthusiastic you know so many times we get afraid of oh, I don't want to try this because I, I'm not doing it right. Yes, go ahead and start. When you yeah. try something new, you are not doing it right. <laughs> it's not going to be You are good. messing up. <laughs> yeah. You're making mistakes. It's a whole point of trying something new. So when we get to that place where we're comfortable with just, hey, I'm a beginner. I'm going to make mistakes, yeah. but I'm going to enjoy the journey. We can really, truly grow. For sure. For sure. Um, and our last final point, um, we've discussed what it means to be healthy, enthusiastic, but resilient. It's a big one. <laughs> this Resilience whole is really important. Because I think it can be defined by the dictionary, but I think most importantly, um, it needs to be defined, defined like individually for each individual person um, to define what that means to be resilient for them personally. So Destiny, like, can you give us a definition of, you know, resilience out, straight out of Webster's Dictionary? And then also yes. just define what it means for you personally. Well, I'll give the official um, definition for resilience, which is being capable of withstanding shock without permanent deformation or rupture. And then the second one is tending to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. And I love those definitions. And this point is the most personal to me because I feel like if there's one word that would have to define my journey toward growth, it is developing resilience, yeah. you know, just being able to withstand shock. So my personal definition that I use for my life is being able to bounce back, yeah. which I think is similar to something that you were, um, you were saying, being able to bounce back. Um, it's just when you're able to go through trauma, any type of trauma, and we should go ahead and just start off and say, everyone's trauma yes. is valid and it equal. Is. You know, it doesn't matter what your friends, your sisters, exactly. your brothers experience, your trauma is valid too. And it's hard to say that when you think, ah, oh, but I didn't go through what they went through. Yeah. And you know, what she went through, I could never have gone through that. So what I'm going through 
doesn't matter too much. That's not the truth. You know, everybody's trauma is valid. So being able to look at yourself and say, God got me through this situation, you know, and he helped me to, you know, take steps to become resilient. That's very important. So what does resilience mean to you? Yeah, for sure. I really like just love that simple definition of the ability to bounce back. And I think the important thing about that is ability to bounce back and grow from that. Um, I think the growth after that is super important. It's like when you hit the gym. <laughs> do yeah. I hit the gym? <laughs> no. <laughs> I need to start. But for those of you who do hit the gym, when you work on your muscles, whether you're working on your arms, your legs, your abs, like when you work out, you tear the muscle but then it builds back a little stronger than it was before. And then you do that again and again, and it gets a little stronger every time. And then before you know it, you're like, you're ripped. You're the rock, okay? You're the rock. <laughs> and his muscles are strong and they're resilient. And that's how you build up resilience, like going through struggle and stress and stra- uh, trauma and strain, and then growing from that and building on top of that. And I think that's the most important part of resilience is the growth that comes from that. And, you know, after bouncing back yeah exactly and you do have to go through painful things painful things are necessary for life there's no way we're going to avoid them we have to walk through them you can't go around it if you try to avoid it (laughs) it will come back it will come back it'll do that no reverse on you (laughs) let's just agree that we're going to grow through life and not try to go around it so i have a question for you nishia do you think young women are taught to be resilient Great question, Destiny. Absolutely not. (laughs) I agree. Um, And I say this because I think a lot of the times um, women are taught uh, very, it's very like unconscious. It's like through music or through TV shows or movies or whatever to just be this like person who never really like copes with things. They just take things and keep it rolling. But I think another thing with resilience is it's like addressing and accepting what happened and Mm -hmm. then bouncing back from that. Not just like, oh, we're just going to mow over this. Like we're going to put it in the backyard, dig dirt over it and never address it again. And I think that's what a lot of women are taught to do if they're ever in a situation that like, you know, traumatizes them or puts a lot of stress on them or strain. They're taught that, you know what? It's life. It happens. And that's how it is for you. And that's how it's always going to be right and so instead of addressing it and growing from it you it's you just have to deal with it and that's how life is and we're never really taught like oh bounce back from it because mm-hmm. there's nothing to bounce back from <laughs> they're like what's there to bounce exactly, back from what yeah. do you need to be resilient about like nothing happened like like mm-hmm. cut cut like i don't know what you're talking about and so i that's think crazy. that's like, yeah that's a really big problem what about you do you think that women are taught to be resilient i don't think young women are taught to be resilient i think we're taught to numb i think we're just yes. taught to numb out you know that can that can show up lots oh, of different ways yes. like oh i'm fine i'm fine and you know you're not fine yes. like you're you're not okay something somebody upset you no big deal. Yeah. But you know, like you're about to go off. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I really, and but I also, you're taught to numb it out and yeah. just not address it. And so. I think that also comes from like, people are never authentic anymore mm-hmm. when they ask how you are. Like if you, someone, you go through a drive through and they're like, Hey, how's your day? And you're like, great. When you're like been crying for the past 10 hours. Exactly. And I think that also <laughs> adds to the problem. Yeah. We're not authentic authentic and we're not caring about others we're not caring about ourselves and we're definitely not caring about others the way that we should be the way that god calls us to god says love him and love others two greatest commandments and i really think that we're failing at the second one for sure can't speak to anyone's personal life with god but uh the second one it's very obvious in the society that we live in today that we are failing well why do you think that is though why do you think that 
we're so afraid to tell people how we are because there is a balance to everything. You yeah. Know? You have to be careful who you tell your business to. You have to be careful yes. who you vent to. But why do you think there's such a pressure for us to mask, you know, to be like, I'm fine and you're not fine. And it takes, you know, a traumatic situation or a complete breakdown for everyone around you to realize, oh, she's not fine. Yeah, I think it's all about going back to that ideal image that society has for everyone. And since our podcast is about becoming the best her there is, um, men can take this advice just as much as women can. But speaking to women, there's this ideal women woman that society wants to see. Mm-hmm. The pretty face always has her hair done, always ha- her, has her nails done, her face done, her body curvaceous like a Coke bottle. Like, who <laughs> looks like a Coke bottle? <laughs> I do not look like a Coke bottle. <laughs> and also, like, the ability to always be, like, that calm, comfort, and motherly figure, and always smiling, and always there for other people, right. and it's never for yourself. And it's just this ideal image that no woman can ever live up to exactly and i think that's the problem because you're like oh you're feeling bad but you don't want anyone else to think that so you're covering your mess and so since you're covering your mess and your friend is also going to cover her mess because you're like oh well she doesn't feel this way so i guess i can't feel this way Mm -hmm. and we're not talking about how we're feeling when we're both sitting here struggling in darkness and all it would take for one person to say i'm not fine to just break open that break that gate yeah Yeah, for sure so what do you think about that i think This is a tough one um, because like I was saying, you do have to be careful who you tell your business to. And there have been people that have been deeply burned Mm -hmm. by telling someone, hey, I'm not okay. You come out and find out a lot of other people know what you're not okay about. And that's your trust is broken. So you do mask up out of protection. Um, But I think there is a certain beauty in being vulnerable with people that you can trust. And that's the most important thing. Um, Being able to be around your friends and be like, hey, guys, Let's just have a day where we just, I share your problems. You come to me with the things yes, that, bear you, my that you're struggling with. Yours. That's yeah. the whole point of biblical friendship, yes. you know, is being able to bear each other's burdens. And that is a biblical thing. Um, so I think there's just, it's it's a journey. It's not something where you're going to stop ne- listening to this re- and be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go, hey, hey, let me text my friend. Hey, <laughs> yeah. all five of us, we meet up at Starbucks right yeah. now. <laughs> that is not going <laughs> to work. Bear each other's burdens. <laughs> Bear my um, <laughs> it's a process so you just have to get to a point where yeah. you start being vulnerable with god you know god i'm not perfect yeah you know i'm yes. struggling be honest with yourself you're not perfect but i still accept you because yeah. this is how god made you um and then start to get to that place where you can tell other people hey i'm here for you i'm praying for you and you let other people be there for you too yeah um, and there, i think there's just so much beauty in that and just getting to a place where you become vulnerable um, with others. So, yeah. And I think that leads us like directly into our last point. Um, Every week we kind of want to give our audience, our listeners, uh, something to just do, something to help them grow, to become that her that they want to be. And so this week, just take some time and identify a time where you have become resilient from a trauma. Um, Write that down. Um, and just, it's going to be different from every, uh, every, everyone. You don't have to share it. Right. Um, but just do it for you personally, because I think that's the first step 
and grows and that way you can start having those I'm not okay I need help conversations exactly yeah exactly so that's the weekly task for this week guys and we would love to hear back from you we would love to hear back from you on all of our social media if you ever want to reach out to me or Nishia, we are a Facebook message or an email or an Instagram DM away away or Twitter Snapchat anything we are here for you guys this podcast is for you and be sure to follow our Becoming Her podcast on Instagram. And we would just love to stay up to date with you guys on everything and take this journey together. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.